Mana 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 this is social discasting welcome to social discasting a podcast where my guests and i discuss our lives amidst the wanton hellscape in which we find ourselves i am brandon aka ben turdsman hope you're well my guest is an impending graduate of kent state university with a bachelor's of science in fashion merchandising with minors in marketing and lgbtq studies cannot believe you're doing this (laughs) and just killed it on the excellent podcast burn after noticing please welcome lydia welcome hi thank you i'm so glad you got a full intro that is definitely what my degree says (laughs) i saw it today that's all the bio i need i think that's perfect yeah i paid for it well someone paid for it i didn't pay for it it was paid for and we'll soon commence i guess we'll say this week may 9th is the virtual graduation ceremony how are you and where are you i'm okay right now actually but i'm in ohio like you just said i go to kent state i have an apartment here and i'm still staying there i'm originally from central pennsylvania but i don't really feel a need to go back to like stay with my family like i don't know i'm paying for this apartment out here i can drink and partake in certain activities here that are like much easier to do by myself (laughs) and yeah yeah, i'm doing okay right now actually at the beginning i'm not gonna lie it was like so hard a friend of the show valerie stayed with Mm -hmm. me for a while and that was very very helpful in terms of mental health otherwise i literally like we just sat on the couch and didn't do anything for like a month straight it was so hard i feel like for a while but i don't know i kind of got used to it and i feel like that's what i need for a lot of things is just to get used to something but i'm doing okay right now that's good but i know what you mean i don't know if it's a lesser form of shock now yeah or that i'm just kind of adjusted probably both yeah to whatever this life is you know it's just just like control what you can but then are just in a whole pattern I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. After my university announced that they were switching to pass-fail, meaning like if you take your class pass-fail, an A is the same as a D. Like you pass, you pass, you fail, you fail. And after they announced that, I literally checked out for I think a month straight. I did not go onto like the website to like do all my homework. I didn't do any of it. Which has come back to bite me in the ass a little bit this past week as I'm like figuring out the stuff I need to do to make sure I graduate because I can't mess this up at the last second. (laughs) Without a genuine, fair, reasonable distraction like this i remember writing my last paper to graduate yeah and i have never been that checked out toward anything it's like i'm so close to the finish line i can't half-ass it now because i have this good grade and then what do i you know so i just did it but it was the most difficult thing ever and not only that but a big part of something that worked for me in college was going to the library and like stationing myself in front of the starbucks or something and just drinking coffee all day and i don't know something about having like a working computer my laptop at home isn't the best i could just fly through stuff so without resources like that and and I still feel very lucky for the resources I do have, but I don't know. It's kind of been hard. I miss the library a lot. It's definitely a lot more productive. I need something official like that. A way to be like, well, I'm here, so I might as well do it. Exactly. To give myself no options to not do a thing, because once that door is just kind of cracked open, then I'm just going to kick the fucking thing down, and then I'll never <laughs> get anything done. Yeah, no, absolutely the same. But I have been doing my stuff, and this time next week I'll be done in a virtual graduation ceremony. Yeah, I wanted to ask about that. You're still graduating, and that's awesome, but you do all that work for kind of the sake of that ceremony in some ways. Yeah, no, I definitely was. I graduated and I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to go to my graduation. I graduated, so I didn't go. Yeah. Because I did what I was supposed to do. Yeah. You don't have that option. Yeah, no, I definitely was looking forward to it. Kent State had really good speakers every year I've been in college here. I think my freshman year, 
they had Octavia Spencer. Oh. Junior year, they had Michael Keaton. And Michael Keaton went here. And then, like, he ended his speech by saying, like, I'm Batman. I was just so excited to, like, see who they might get. I love, like, that graduation time of year. You always see, like, all the families, like, going out to eat and, like, taking pictures. And it was just like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't have any of that. It's definitely sad. <laughs> that does sound nice, though. I know what you mean. So I was just curious. Maybe it's not as much now. You've had time to kind of wrap your head around it. Right, but yeah. That's tough. Oh, for sure. It definitely felt like grief. And I don't know. It's weird because you're grieving something. I don't know. It's hard to explain. And I don't go to mm-hmm. therapy, so I don't really know how to work through it. But I am better now. So yeah, just kind of accepting it and also spending a lot of energy on like trying to find an actual job. It's a situation where you had complete control over your educational future and how you do. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you get to the finish line, it's completely out of your hands. That's tough. It's very tough. I put so much pressure on myself for a long time. I really wanted to have a job lined up for right after college. And I was getting so, so close, specifically with like two companies. I was like very far in the interview process. And they both are just, we're pausing this process. Like we're not hiring people right now. I know it sucks. I definitely feel like I'm in the 2008 stock market crash. Those students who would like graduate college and like had no options. Because that's kind of where I'm at right now. What were you hoping to do? My degree's in fashion merchandising. So I'm trying to get a job at a corporate fashion headquarters. Honestly. I need something with healthcare and I need something that will pay enough that I can pay my student loan debt. As much as I would love to do something indie and stuff, if it doesn't offer healthcare, I really can't take it. Isn't that fun? <laughs> it's fun to put some semblance of like aspirations aside for the sake of a universal thing that should just exist for everybody. Yeah, my plan has always been like spend a couple years getting experience and building my resume and meeting people and then maybe five years from now, like kind of decide what direction I want to go in. It's certainly not a thing where to not immediately go into that thing is some kind of failure. I don't think so either, but I just I still want to because I do like it. I like it a lot. If I were given that option, I wouldn't turn it down either. Yeah. But it's not certainly as black and white of if not this, then now what? For sure. I'm probably going to move home with my parents for a little bit. And it's just not something I had in the plan at all. And I know I'm not a fan failure for having it happen. Absolutely not. I don't think that at all, but it's definitely like something I had to kind of accept. I can understand how the brain might want to think that is a regression when it could just be smart. Absolutely. And there's so many smart reasons to live at home for a little bit, but I'm definitely going to miss my independence for sure. That's fair. Although, you know, right now having a situation (laughs) to your point, Literally, yeah. Probably pretty great because I know for me, I can feel the wear, especially the last few weeks, sometimes just flare ups of annoyance or just less patience, and I kind of need to equalize. Do you watch the news still? Uh uh, no. Yeah, no, I haven't watched the news in like a month and a half. That's nice. Yeah, it's not worth it. Welcome back to reality, which kind of leads me to what kind of I think has been my thing, which is getting super involved in other realities, such as The Real Housewives of New York. I've never seen the show before, and I started it from season one. There's a countess, is that right? Yes, that is absolutely correct. Yes, she's a countess. Okay. So I've never seen any of the shows before. I started New York, Roni, if you will, season one, and now I'm on season three. It's a great distraction because these people's lives isn't anything like my life. <laughs> and it also is like 2010 right now in the show. When they mention like current events, they talk about like the swine flu or Barack Obama, and I'm just like, <laughs> I love that. It's almost quaint. Yes, it is, absolutely. And then watch them draw 16,000 
$15,000 on a purse and I'm like, this is not my life, that's for sure. <laughs> that sounds nice. Some people hate shows like that because they hate watching rich people, but I kind of love it. I don't know. I mean, yeah, right now it's what I spend all my time watching, but it's not like that's a huge part of my life otherwise. And also just entertaining as hell. You don't know how much you need to see grown women yell at each other at a dinner party for like a charity for something like arthritis for children or something. That cattiness can be really entertaining to me. Yes, I agree. Especially when it's people that carry themselves as being classy. Yes, classiness and etiquette was a big theme of season two. It was something that they okay. always talked about. It was like, well, that's not very classy. And I'm just like, what does that mean? The Countess wrote a book called Class with the Countess, all about class and etiquette. I think we could all use a refresher on that. If anyone can find like a PDF of that and send it my way. I think I'm almost done with season three, too. We talk like in the 20s of episodes, probably per season. Seasons one and two and three have, I think, 12 real episodes and then the reunion, which gradually turns into three parts. They really let loose in those reunions. Oh my God. The last one, they said it took them eight hours to record. And it's like five women. (laughs) And COVID survivor Andy Cohen. Oh, yeah. Way to go, him. He beat it. I would want Andy Cohen's blood instead of Tom Hanks's blood. That's probably fair, honestly. I would think he takes care of himself better than America's sweetheart, Tom Hanks. (laughs) It's my guess. I mean, he definitely probably has better blood pressure because he doesn't have a son named Chet Hanks. Yeah, that acts like that or sounds like that. (laughs) That idiot. Let's calm down for a second. I'm not here to besmirch the name of Chet Hanks. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean to have any like anti-Chet Hayes rhetoric. He who co-starred in the movie Fantastic Four. Wait, the first one? No, he was in the most recent one that was such a bad movie. Oh, no. <laughs> he plays a kid who's like a bully at a trash dump. A bully at a trash dump. It's true. And he got that experience from real life. He pulled most of that from mm-hmm. real life experiences. As somebody who grew up on the wrong side of the tracks, <laughs> according to him, I imagine. What else are you watching or doing too? Drinking alcohol is a big thing I'm doing. So like some people I said about like being sober during this time, I've fully like folded into alcoholism. It's every day at like six o'clock. It's like, well, time to drink a bottle of wine, (laughs) which is like not good. I understand, but I feel like we need to be a little looser on what makes an alcoholic during quarantine. You're okay. Thank you. I do know, though, according to aforementioned podcast you most recently guested on, you had drinks delivered to you. Yes, I did. That's so fascinating. Yeah, they don't have that where you are? Some form of it now. I'm more in the South, in Arkansas, so it's way more like puritanical with that stuff. I'm in Ohio, which is Mike DeWine, Republican governor. People talk a lot of shit about Ohio, but I got cocktails delivered to my door in a styrofoam cup with a fucking straw, so I think I'm doing okay. Didn't check my ID. At this point, it's like... Oh, yeah, who gives a shit? carding people and all this shit, give it a rest. Literally, who gives a shit? As long as you just stay six feet away from each other, who gives a shit, honestly? Yeah, no, he was like, I'm just the delivery driver. I don't care about that. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> I respect you, and I will tip you accordingly. Thank you very much. Because that, that's just like a bar that I usually go to. And I was like ordering like chicken wings or something. I was like, okay, I'm going to get a cocktail too. And it was super strong. I def recommend it. That's one thing I've been fighting off really strongly is getting any food delivered. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I haven't been doing the best with that because I don't know how to cook. But I always like tip my delivery driver like as much as my meal was. Oh, well, that's awesome. Rod, on the second episode, he talked about how, and it's really awesome. I'm 
I'm glad it's the case that people have been super generous with their tips, which yeah. I hope everybody is. No, because, I absolutely have been. I, I mean, mean, they truly are. It, it's great, but it's a bummer that it took all of this for people to really appreciate employees who do these things. Absolutely. I'm usually a pretty good tipper, but I've literally just been going off the rails. Take it all. <laughs> At this point, it truly is like, honestly, more than just about convenience. Absolutely. Like, these are people that are keeping you from, you know, mitigating how much harm you get put into potentially. Yeah, I agree. But also like you should, if you have, if you have the ability to not do that. I, I'm, 100%. I'm aware of that. I'm not proud of my actions. <laughs> yeah, before this, a generous tipper, I appreciate anybody in food service industry, retail, whatever the case may be, like complete yeah, respect. Same. Same, same, same. But I don't know, other than what I said of trying to graduate college and drinking a lot of alcohol, I'm not really doing too much at all. Oh, I bought a bike. I bought a bike for really? $50 on Facebook Marketplace. That's something that happened for me. <laughs> Do you have aspirations to kind of get going on that bike or was it just too good of a deal to pass out? No, I just want to like zip around town, I feel like, or like get really, really high and put my headphones in and like ride my bike as it's like warm out now. Doesn't that sound amazing? Sounds nice. I I want to go do it right now. Yeah, that sounds nice. <laughs> so that's kind of why I bought the bike. And also I need exercise. Like the exercise would be good. You know, you can buy too, like kind of a stand and use it as a stationary bike inside. That's a thing. I can bring my outside bike inside and make it a stationary bike. You got a, a little, like probably some kind of kit. That would be wild. I don't know the logistics, but I know it's a thing. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> It is. It is a possibility to basically buy a bike and then never go outside still if you don't want to. Perfect. And yeah. if that doesn't work, I'll just ride my bike around my one-bedroom apartment. Perfect. And that will end very well. And I feel like I'm already the problem neighbor, so I really don't have to worry about anything there. There's a weird asset in that of being the problem neighbor as much as it potentially, depending on the situation, might suck for some people around you. It does, though, allow you so much freedom. Exactly. No, I okay. Well, first of all, let me say, I'm not a bad neighbor. I think just in comparison to the people I'm around, I am the bad neighbor. Just because the one is like a middle-aged guy, the other two are like couples and they're a couple in their 20s. And then it's like me blasting Charlie XCX at two in the morning as I'm like on my third bottle of wine by myself or whatever. Okay. Like, stomping around or something i don't know yeah, and are buying bikes on facebook marketplace exactly just like i feed the neighborhood cats which they cannot be happy about i know as somebody's done that in the past that once you feed a stray cat it is your cat i know i mean i consider were... them my cats oh that's good okay <laughs> they have i made little houses for them outside but i still definitely think i'm the problem neighbor i'm sure there are odors of perhaps marijuana like drifting around but to your point though it's there's not like some reckless like disregard for no other people's privacy or anything no, like that you know not. you're just you're just way freer than they are yeah thank you so much that's like such a, a nice way to put it <laughs> but yeah once <laughs> once you become the bad neighbor where does it end you can do whatever you want now you're free there are no rules <laughs> truly with great power comes great responsibility Whoever elects themselves president of like the apartment area, that is what I've done. Do you have any tips? Anything that's helped you might help other people? Stuff you've learned the easy way or maybe even the hard way? I mean, like, I just have the same tips, I guess, as anyone. Go outside, drink water when you're not drinking alcohol. It's a weird thing. I think Chelsea mentioned that too, about how hydration feels more important than ever. And also, you've never been so close to your toilet. You can always run to pee whenever you want. Normally, I hate drinking water when I'm out and about because you always have to pee. But if you're home the whole day, it's like pee as much as you want. That is true. Go wild. Like, go off. Piss, <laughs> Piss off, queen. <laughs>
<laughs> but other than that, watch a reality television show, I think. There's a lot of them out there, right? What you're watching, right? But then there's 90 Day Fiance, which yes, is also very, incredible. very good. Yes, incredible. I completely incredible. agree. Do you watch that? I've watched some of it. Watch 90 Day Fiance the other way. Americans go to live in the other countries. Oh, shit. And they don't research the countries at all and then just like live there. And it's so funny. That sounds amazing. It's so good. It's so racist. That feels implicit. There's still my favorite, The Challenge, MTV's The Challenge. Yes, I was going to ask earlier, I thought you were a The Challenge fan, you and Chelsea. It's extraordinary. Yeah. It's my fa- It's so good. Um, On Netflix, there's Terrace House. That show's amazing. I've heard good things I'd about recommend that. It. Also, I have to say Vanderpump Rules, like watch Vanderpump Rules. Absolutely. I watched the whole, literally the whole show in like a month and a half. It became who I was for a little bit and very good. Very, very good. I think season one is even like standalone Oscar worthy. The character development, the arcs, like, oh my God. So chills, chills. I want to, but I really don't You could not write characters so nuanced. I have high praise for Vanderpump Rules. No shit. Yeah, that just sold me in a way that I'm annoyed by. Now I'm resigned to my fate of watching the show. And- At least season one. But I know that's a great point of recommending it is I know after you watch season one, you're going to want to watch the whole thing. It's a gateway season. For sure. So now I've moved on to Roni for the time being. Okay. I also recently watched Sex in the City. That's been good to watch because I've never seen it before. Very, very good. I've watched every episode of that show. And I don't entirely know why. (laughs) It's good. It's very good. There are a crazy amount of people you'll recognize in that show. Oh my God. Donald Trump was in an episode I just watched. Oh God. I know, right? They're like, oh, there's Trump. He like walks by, has a little cameo. It's like, hello, Mr. President. (laughs) The show is really entertaining. And everybody in that show is good. Yes, I completely agree. And I think I am half Miranda, half Samantha, probably, with like a little touch of Carrie is how I would describe myself. Oh, but you're in no way a Charlotte. No, not really. I don't think anybody would have they were Charlotte. Yeah, that's true. But definitely, I feel like strong Miranda and like Samantha vibes. I think yeah. of the bunch, they're the definitely the two strongest on the show. Wow, thank you. I mean, right? It's fair, I think. Absolutely, for sure. Carrie's kind of like oscillating between being dependent on the dude who doesn't give a shit about her until he does. And big. Then, big. <laughs> that guy. So stupid. Yeah, that guy. That's so funny. <laughs> so yeah, watch shows like that and drink water. That's it. That's all I got. Go outside. Go outside. Yeah, that one too. Stay away from people when you go outside. That's fair. Six feet. Drink a lot of water. You can because you are in the vicinity of a bathtub. No, I must say bathtub. I mean, you can pee wherever you want. It's all pipes. Treat yourself. It's all pipes. Piss in a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing else going on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing tonight? Might fuck around and piss in my bathtub. Uh, you know, just some bathtub pissery. Why not? I have to pop a squat in there. Yeah, it feels like it would not be worth it. It's a lot of production. Yeah, maybe I won't do that. Scratch that. Scratch that. You know Dump what? It. I don't think I'm going to piss in my bathtub tonight. Big things coming from us. Like, <laughs> we figured it all out. That's a podcast. Bathtub There pissing. you go. Do it or don't. <laughs> we'll figure it out in 51 hour long episodes. Stay tuned to see <laughs> if he pisses in his bathtub. Listen next time. Episode 87. Did I do it this time? We'll find out. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Answer, I finally broke down. I'm having issues. I did. Answer, it. I've been doing it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Not worth it. The podcast is over. <laughs> is there anything you uh, want to plug or anything before we wrap it up? Just follow me on Twitter at Literito, L-Y-D-O-R-I-T-O. And then like I have, I made a Real Housewives Twitter too, just because I didn't want to spam my real Twitter with Real nice. Housewives tweets. So just follow that too. I think it's R-H-O Lydia, Real Housewives of Lydia. Nice. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Just at Inquisitive Dick. For the main 
at S Discasting for the other one, which is this show's one. Be kind to yourself. Be nice yes, to yourself. Absolutely. Be nice to others. You're is doing this Ellen DeGeneres? That nightmare. You know what? Because she says, be kind to one another. That's what she says. She says that? Yeah, at the end of every show, she says, be kind to one another. I didn't know that. It's very interesting that a sociopath would say that. I know, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, because she's a raging asshole. I know. Hey, you know what? Fuck Ellen. Be nice to yourself in a an empathetic, actually nice, kind way. Just realize you're doing great. Don't worry about nailing it. There is no nailing this. Need anything from me, let me know. I'm on Twitter. Otherwise, I hope you're doing well. Thank you for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.